ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. Think of me as your friend and fellow busybody as I talk about everything under the pop culture sun from how to detect when maybe Chloe and Tristan are back together based on the types of IG stories she posts to recapping your favorite reality shows from Sister Wives to Vanderpump Rules, the Housewives Cinematic Universe, and the upcoming TLC show, Seeking Brother Husband. So check me out. Everyone's Business Behind airs three times a week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife, and co-host, I looked at her during Patrick and Thais' ceremony, and I'm pretty sure I caught her ordering that Gucci tracksuit. <laughs> it's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? And to be honest, I'm not very fancy. I would like to be, but I'm not there yet. So I was just checking if that's Gucci. Oh, But okay. I, I, was, I was looking at it. I'm like, is this Gucci? or I know it's some sort of a brand. Yeah. I thought it was Gucci, so I was just double checking. <laughs> but yes, I was definitely looking those up. You definitely were. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely got nervous that that was going to show up at our house in a week. And you'd be lounging around in that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have many questions if that showed up at our door. Yeah, if I did buy that, I would probably wear it all the time because that would be probably the price of my wardrobe for oh, a combined. season. Yeah, I would hope you wouldn't wear it to a wedding <laughs> that you were officiating. I mean, hey, as an officiator, you should look a little different than the rest. Okay, but he wasn't the only one wearing a Gucci tracksuit. Oh, the the wedding party at Patrick and Thais's wedding looked like they did some goodwill hunting to find their clothes. <laughs> that's a Boston joke. That's a that's a goodwill. Is it? That's a goodwill hunting joke. Ah, you know goodwill. Of course. You know goodwill hunting. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a moron. They looked like they did some goodwill hunting. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> they were Maybe they were that out was of the dress code. And surprisingly, the fence here is the better, but be comfy. You want to talk about dress code? We'll talk about it when we get to Jabri and Miona. But surprisingly, John, brother John. Blended in. He looked like he could have been at any wedding USA. It was the other Wasn't attendants. Wasn't he wearing jeans? And a button down, Teresa. <laughs> the uh, the other wedding attendants looked like they were going out for extras in the departed. I don't know if I... Ugh, that's a tough one. A Gucci tracksuit or jeans. Gucci. Gucci for sure. Gucci. I mean, if you're at my wedding, you better be a little extra, not yeah. basic. Yeah. No, what are you doing? We're not even going to talk. We had, speaking of Boston. Ah, don't we, even remind me we of had that a person. Wedding, we had a wedding attendant who was wearing a Boston Red Sox jacket. Yes. And you were not pleased. Well, all right. Our ceremony was outside. It was a little chilly. But if you go to a wedding, wear some sort of a formal yeah, jacket. A peacoat. The yeah. worst thing about that whole thing was that we asked, kind of asked everyone, like, oh, it's like a darker themed wedding. It's deep fall, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone was like in darker clothes. 
and then you see these photos like everyone just like looking awesome looking foolish and then you have this huge red bee <laughs> on this man's back right when john and i are walking off the aisle and i'm like what is happening yeah what is happening not the dress code it's okay though we are not here to talk about our wedding we're here to talk about Everyone else's wedding, because oh, everyone yeah. on this episode got married, believe it or not. We had four weddings. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. On the 90-day OG, everyone always gets married. Unfortunately. I think it was, well, Nicole and Azan, but they've never <laughs> been on the OG, right? True. Darcy, well, but that's a, that's a whole, that's other a, that's a whole different story, right? But that's why she ended up all these spin-offs. But yeah, okay, most people, yeah. most people do get married. So we'll talk about some weddings. Before we do, a little housekeeping here. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram, at Married to Reality Pod. We are back in the meme game. Teresa's we are. Oh, did you, did you black out for a second? What happened <laughs> I just there? thought of it. I was just like, what meme? But it's the meme that John came out with last night. Shout out to John. Yeah. We were traveling once again, and so we had some time in the <laughs> air without... We had watched the episode in a airport restaurant. Classic. As we tend to do now. Classic. And then we were in the air and no Wi-Fi or anything, so I closed my eyes and replayed the episode in my head and tried to come up with some memes. And I have a couple that may trickle oh, out. that's good. May trickle out later this week, but check out the Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. There's a meme up there now. We post news. <laughs> you message us. All good things happen on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Totally. Also, great things are happening on the Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. It is a great time to sign up for the Patreon if you are not a patron already. We have Seeking Sister Wife recaps up there, audio, video. We have episode one of 90 Day UK up there, audio, video. Video for the family affair level. Yes, and more bonuses are coming. More bonuses are coming. The management is in talks, and we may be adding some things in the near future. So Mm -hmm. sign up now, because when Seeking Sister Wife ends, we're going to roll out another bonus show to cover, and we want you guys to vote on that. And so any level, any level will have voting rights. Yes. When we roll out that poll eh, over the next couple of weeks. So jump on the Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. And thank you again for everyone who's signed up already. We love, we love seeing that support. It makes, it makes us feel so good. No, totally. Uh, everything that John said is true. And you can also chat with us there. I know sure. you chat on Instagram. You can chat with us there. I took over. I took over from John. You I did. took over from John, guys. So. You did. And that's not why there's a delay in the responses, because I was firing out those responses when I was heading up the social media over there. Patreon's going through some changes right now. And for some reason, when you're on the mobile app, we can't reply to... It's still going on. Yeah, I thought you this fixed morning. it. No, you can't. Re- we could write our own comment below, but we can't reply ah. to a specific comment. So we see your comments. Thank you for all of the comments and the messages. But we have to wait till we get to a laptop or an iPad, I think works, okay. to respond. So that's why there's a delay. It's not, it's not on Teresa completely. It's on the technology. <laughs> but thank you for all the messages, and we will respond ASAP. Yes. Okay. That is Instagram. That is Patreon. Make sure you're following the podcast, the one you're listening to right now. All you have to do is look down, smash that follow button. Guys, 
smash like it's as hard as Jibri and Miona's wedding setup because Whoa. I loved it. Whoa. I loved what? this wedding. I loved the arch. Here's what I'll say. It was Yeah. Don't defend yourself. Here's what I'll say. Okay. I loved it too. And <laughs> and if we ever do a vow renewal or something like that, oh, yeah. I would like to do like a little desert action. Oh my gosh. It was great. It was First, I was kind of questioning the arch when they just put it up. I'm like, ah, that looks a little, uh, I don't know how it I feel about something. it. It, need, it yeah, needs something. Yeah, and then they something. put the dry desert flowers, yes. whatever you call it. Yes. And it was just simple and it was beautiful. I just loved it. it I loved nice. Jubilee's third night too, speaking of. Okay. All right. But yes, this setup Big was fan. beautiful. It Big was very fan. much like I can see why they did what they did because they are a little extra and they are all for the gram, it's right? All for, for the, the gram. photos. And they even had the gram officiate the wedding. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's how for, That's how for the gram they are, is that they yes, had gram so officiated. I thought it would look beautiful. Looks beautiful. Smash it like it's as hot as that wedding. And one last thing, if you haven't left a review, if you could do that, that really helps the podcast. It's one of the main ways you can support the pod. So if you haven't left one, please, we love a, a rating and a review. It really makes our day and it helps, really the, does. helps the pod get out there. Speaking of reviews... I got one. You have one. I have one that I would. I have one that I would like to spread the love, Jonathan. Spread the love. I'm gonna spread it. This one comes to us from our friend Rizzy seven seven seven. Hello, Rizzy. If you're in New York City, just a couple more sevens, you can call yourself a cab, Rizzy. Right? Isn't all you need is seven 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 seven? You're asking the foreigner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know how you're an Uber. You're an Uber girl. You're actually not. I'm not. But in New York City, how would you? Why would you ever call a cab? But yeah, you're sitting at your apartment. You got to get somewhere. You yeah, say, you get out and you raise your hand. You hail a cab. Well, always. Some people call. Really? Seven. I always hail a cab. That's how you roll in New York City. Uh, Are you even a New Yorker? Not anymore. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Rizzy Triple Sevens says, great podcast. Five stars. You two are so cute. Oh. Love your interaction. Never boring. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I love Rizzy it. Seven, seven, seven. I yes. Love, I love being a little cute. I'm going to give that a great review. Five stars for that review. Five stars for that review. Indeed. Great review. Thank you, Rizzy. And thank, thank you to you. everyone who's left a review. Thank you for being cute, Jonathan. We love love. Oh, I, I'm doing my you're best always, over here. You're, always a, you're always a cutie. I'm doing my best over here. All right. <laughs> How about a little 90 day, by the way? Yeah. I think I got a couple good ones. You do? Oh, I'm kind of excited about this. Share. All right. Share with your friends. Number one. Mm-hmm. It appears Jesse Meester really will do anything for his 15 minutes of fame. Ugh. Jesse is coming to the aid of no other than Joe Exotic. What? The Tiger King, Teresa. Get out of here. Wait, what is he going to do? Is he buying his tigers? Ooh. Oh, my. No. Just hours ago. This is hot off the presses, Teresa. Just hours ago, Joe Exotic posted a somewhat sexual photo of Jesse shirtless coming out of a pool. Okay. Wait, wait. Uh, Sex sells, Teresa. Sex sells. Joe Exotic is in prison. Yes. I think he has access. or, Or he's got... A line to the outside and some his social media managers handling this. But okay. a photo of Jesse shirtless and coming out of a pool with the caption, meet my amazing dear friend Jesse Meester. 
actor, model, and so much more. Oh my gosh. You will see him around on my stuff more and more as he is going to help me get a voice to the White House for President Biden to sign my pardon before November of this year. Show him some love. Love you, Jesse. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> Joe is in prison and Jesse is going to use his voice, use his platform to try and get Joe a pardon. I don't think that our Joe... Biden. Biden. Yeah, JB. Really cares for naked Jesse and the Tiger King. Yeah, and 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 Joe Exotic tried this shtick with Trump in office, and yeah. and Trump didn't pardon him. Pardon him. I don't think JB is going to. But Jesse commented back, "We love you too, Joe. People close to you turn their back on you, but not us. You helped many people through lockdown." And we should never forget the truth and authenticity <laughs> you lived your life. I love how it's like you helped so many, not like getting out there and handing out masks or donating. Like you helped many people get through lockdown with your ridiculous show. But I have to say that I he's agree. Not, he's not wrong. I agree. You know why? Because Tiger King became very, very popular right when COVID hit. And it was the time when we all were sitting at homes trying to figure out if we're going to die the next day because yeah. there is this virus that is killing everyone. No one knew what's going on. I was drinking one beat after another to mm-hmm. like keep myself sane from all this. And then we discovered Joe Exotic. So there was a part of me that I agree with that. Tiger King united a nation. In totally. A, in a time of need, Joe Exotic was there for us. You know how many photos of John I took with the Joe Exotic filter at the time? <laughs> Two. So many. I even printed one. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we discarded that. I have not seen that. But here's the thing. I don't think this is a new friendship because once I saw this post, I started to do some digging. I'm like, how long has this relationship been going on? I'm not sure when it began, but Jesse did an Instagram live with Joe's husband at the time, Dylan. They're, mm-hmm. They've since divorced. But back in May of 2020, Jesse was doing a live what? with Dylan. Interesting. So there's some relationship there. Interesting. Speaking of, you did see yourself at, printed as Joe Exotic. It's in the love book I made for you for a second anniversary. Yeah. Or first? Mm. Second? Second. Second. Interesting. I'm sure that'll I'm sure that photo will age well. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Is that me? Are you doing the old John? I'm doing old John. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. Oh, should I do old T? Yeah, you do it. Teresa, Teresa does this this act out of the two of us as, as an old couple. <laughs> I would be like, Jonathan, remember that you as Joe the Tiger, the Who? Tiger King. Who? The, ti- the Tiger King, you remember? You don't remember. You don't remember. Tiger, who? You forgot to tie your shoes this morning. How could you remember <laughs> about the Tiger King? It was back when the virus happened. Remember the virus that I had. The virus that you did not have. No. Remember? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's because you are aging a little faster than me. <laughs> You're so young and beautiful. I really can't do this voice. No, really, it was, we probably should not do that voice at the <laughs> top of a podcast. Ah, but um, that's something we like to I do. I usually can do the voice a little better, guys. But oh, oh. a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. A lot yeah. of pressure. All right. But yeah, we, we do these bits. 
Okay. Just for fun. Just for fun. All right. I was going to take a sip of my water. I was hoping Therese was going to keep talking, but... Oh, oh you take a sip okay, of don't, the water. Don't blow your voice out so, before the pod. So you keep yourself hydrated, and when you're old, yeah. you're not going to forget about Joe Exotic. Okay. All right. The rest of your voice. Now you take a sip. <clears throat> now you take a sip. Don't, I'm gonna don't take cough a sip into of my, the mic. Of my <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of my fun, fun drink. Okay. It's just a sparkling water with a straw in it, but... Okay. It's a straw with a lemon. Yes. All right. By the way, number two. Okay. okay. All right. You loved Jabri and Miona's wedding so much. Mm-hmm. You may like his new music video for the song 1,000 Miles. Oh. Okay. It looks like Jabri is launching a bit of a solo music career. Okay. And we all heard on this episode he played that song 1,000 Miles as mm-hmm. he walked down the aisle. Well, it turns out, I think his wedding doubled as the set for the music video for 1,000 Miles. I was just going to ask. So he just released the music video for it, obviously. As soon as the episode aired, he dropped the music video that was shot during and around the wedding. So... My guess wasn't even Miona stressing about the giant triangle. It was probably <laughs> Jabri who needed his artistic vision to come to life. And he was like, where is this arch? This The whole video hangs on this arch. Well, the arch made it to the video. The arch is in the video. The pickup truck is in the video. Oh. There's a motorcycle scene that's very comical. The video is terrible. Let me just oh, say okay. that. Let me just say that. The video looks like it was shot on a cell phone and edited with iMovie filters well, and transitions. Well, I think Igor did that, so I feel bad. No, I don't think Igor did that. Igor I think, was filming something. Okay. I think multiple people were filming. I'm pretty sure Jabri probably edited it. But we, we love Igor. Shout out to Igor. Igor He's great. the star of the... Probably the episode, start yeah. the episode. But the video is, it's not for me, I will say. It's a little cheesy, as one would expect. At the time of this recording, there's about 3,000 views okay. on it. And maybe it's not that Jabri's parents didn't want to go to the wedding. Maybe they just didn't want to be extras in his music video. Maybe mm. that's the reason they said, thanks, but no thanks. We'll catch you on the next one. I mean, if you rent that beautiful house, you better do more with it, I They guess. got their money's worth. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to see the video for 1,000 Miles, you can just search Jabri Bell, 1,000 Miles on YouTube. Um, it's interesting, to say the least. I'll watch. Uh, I'm I'll sure, watch. I'm sure you will. All right. That is 90 Day, by the way. How about we get into this episode? This finale episode, this final Woo-hoo! episode of season nine. It is the finale. We'll have some tell-alls coming up next. But I think we should start with Jabri and Miona since we were just talking Yeah, a let's bit. do that. But I can't believe this was the last episode. I truly enjoyed this whole season. I enjoyed this whole season, too. I'm going to go on another rant. Let me get on my soapbox here for a second. Hold on. I'm getting up. I'm so, I'm so old. (laughs) Okay. I like the season. Was it my favorite season I've ever watched? No. Was it good? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It was really good. It was good. Mm hmm. Here's why I get very frustrated. Here's why, here's why I get upset when I read these social media comments and these blog articles and everyone's like, oh, this episode wasn't funny. This is a. I didn't laugh once. Um, last time I checked, this is not a comedy show. Yep. This is a documentary <laughs> about 
<laughs> couples who are in international relationships. Yes. It's not it's not dumb and dumber. It's sometimes it is dumb and dumber, like with Jabri and Miona. Sometimes it is dumb and dumber. But <laughs> but it's it's a documentary. And so I don't when point me to a documentary that was laugh out loud funny, I would like to see it. This is not a comedy show. It's nice when there's humorous moments. Of course, we want to feel all emotions. We want to feel joy and we want to feel sadness and we want to feel suspense and we want to feel worry. And we do want to laugh sometimes. But if your critique is that you're not laughing, you're missing the point. Also, this episode did have funny moments. Like, I did laugh. But you shouldn't be watching 90 well, no. Day to Laugh. No, you should you be should watching not. it to, to see two people from different cultures come together and try to live a life. And sometimes oh, that's yeah. funny. And sometimes it's sad. And sometimes it's boring. And sometimes, sometimes we life make is boring. Fun. We, we make fun. Yeah, and the we podcast, into fun. the podcast, whatever, we do try to make the podcast funny, but it's it's not always funny. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's heartbreaking. And that's life. And that's what a documentary should be. Mm -hmm. So all the bloggers and the Instagrammers and everyone's like, oh, I didn't laugh. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know you were supposed to. I didn't know that was a prerequisite to 90 Day Fiance. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. I'm getting off my soapbox now. Hold on. Let me get this. <laughs> all, right. all right. I'm down now. I mean, again, everyone is free to feel whatever way you want they want to feel but you made a great point like it is not a comedy it could be it is at times sure, right sure but it's not a comedy it's uh cameras following these wild people that yeah. we love to watch these yeah. wild americans and these wild foreigners coming together yes so all right let's talk about jabri and Mion. let's do it because i can't wait all okay. right it's wedding day of course it's wedding day for all these couples we're at the airbnb which we agree on is very lovely. Yes. There was a perfect deck. There just happened to be this perfect stage altar for a wedding ceremony to be held. I kind of think maybe it's a yoga deck because I think that's sort of a thing. Or people do rent this Airbnb for weddings. There okay. are Airbnb that you can rent for a wedding. I just wouldn't invest so much into a permanent structure like that deck if it wasn't multi-purpose and so when i first saw it i was like what is there really a perfect altar or deck for a ceremony but like you know what? yoga deck i bet yeah, you people do good. yoga that's, in the desert on that thought on that deck no yeah absolutely and again house is beautiful and this moment made me kind of realize that Yes, we all talked about that Jibri and Miona are kind of, some things were staged, right? And and it's mostly because we see their Instagrams, right? They're trying to get fame ahead of sure. this whole thing, right? So it's like, it's at all least chasing wait. Fame. Yes, at least wait until the season's over. Like, let us see how it all gonna end up. Not you selling pants on Instagram because you are a little famous, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but this moment when you realize that Mahala and dad really did not come. I, that's the biggest shock of this entire finale. And that made me think like, all right, I think this was real because I think if it was staged, they would have of showed course. up with the go like, oh, look, Igor is coming. Oh my gosh, that's Mahala. Wait, is that Mahala with the arch? What, Brian and Mahala are carrying <laughs> I, the honestly, arch? Honestly, there was a part of me when 
I found out, we found out that, yeah, Igor, a friend, is driving from LA with the art. I'm like, oh my gosh, he went to LAX. He picked up Mahala and Brian, oh. right? And he's driving. I literally thought it. And if that happened, I would be like, all right, well, this was a little staged, right? But David didn't show up for their I best know. friend's wedding and a music video. He didn't show up. The parents didn't show up. So I was like, you know what? There is something real to this. As much as they try to play it out, it seems like this was it. Well, what the reality is, is there's a photo shoot and a music video Mm -hmm. being shot. That's the reality. And so the fact that even Igor came and that there were some other people, I was like, this almost seems like too much. If it's going to be just the two of you doing this thing, it should be just the two of you. And then when you're having the big wedding next year, like you told Mother Mahala, then have Igor come, then have David come, then have everyone show up. Well, Grandma came because she's the officiant. You needed an officiant. Igor came because he was the arch driver. Okay. And the rest of the people are just photographers and makeup and what? Oh, no, she did her own makeup. There was a photographer. I thought there was a couple people scattered I didn't scattered see anyone around. else. I mean, there were the 90-day... Yeah, cameraman. I guess it was all cameramen. I think that was it. Was Igor and it was Grandma and it was a photographer. Hmm. Okay. So and poor Igor, like they, he literally the only reason why he got invited is because he picked up the arch. You think that's Other, it? Yeah. Otherwise, why wouldn't you just invite Igor? You have to task him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the drama of the segment. Was, yep. Is the arch gonna make it or is the arch not gonna make it? And to me, that was comical that this whole entire season for them boiled down to whether this triangle piece of wood was going to make it in time before the sunset. It made it in plenty of time, by the way. It wasn't there was not even sunset as they were doing. No, the ceremony. But we didn't know. Like Igor was on the way. Who knows? Like maybe he stopped somewhere, took a nap, took a snack. <laughs> like who knows? Right. So he looked like he was pulling his hair out. Let me say that. He looked oh, like he was yeah. stressing and pulling oh, his hair out over. Yeah. He's a good friend. Igor is, is a class A friend, grade A friend. I have to say this. Um, I, this wedding wasn't emotional at all because of all that preparing and then running around and stressing over the arch as we just discussed, right? Mm-hmm. Even the first looks, like Jibiri had to see like, dang, it's like, yeah. really? Like, why don't you just, why don't you do it outside? Yeah. It's the desert. Why don't you like, <laughs> ah, so that kind of like killed it for me because it almost felt like, um, like a music video. It was. As, as you said. You'll see the music video and you go, oh, I remember that. I remember that. It wasn't like they did the ceremony and then went and shot the music video after. They took much of the ceremony and the pre-ceremony and the after ceremony and put it in the music video. So that's why yeah. he, he probably had a storyboard for this wedding. Oh, for sure. I got to hit this mark. I got to hit this mark. Yeah, but I felt bad that even like Miona, instead of like enjoying her day, right, she's running around stressing over the, over the arch, right? But again, she it wasn't she was stressed over the wedding. She was stressed over the wedding photos. Because oh, yeah, the arch, yeah, yeah. she even talks about the arch and the symmetry of the arch oh, and the yeah. photos. Like everything was planned out from a visual perspective. She's the like, substance <laughs> did not matter. She's like, I've always dreamt of a, of a great wedding. She's like, it's not a beach wedding, but it's almost like a beach wedding minus the ocean. I mean, there's sand. <laughs> there's sand. I like died laughing. I'm like, okay, I mean, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> that's one way to look at the beach, uh, the so beach wedding. Silver lining. Um, thoughts on her dress? It was interesting. I think mm. it 
looked good on her. Yeah. I think if I put it on, I would look like a marshmallow. Well, it looked, to me, it looked like lingerie with fluffy arms on it. Like, it was like a corset. Again, I feel like you know what it looked like? It looked like something you put in a magazine. Like, oh, look at this gorgeous wedding. I don't think it's a very classic dress that a lot of girls right. would go for, right? It was perfect for the setting. Yes. And again, I think she looked very pretty. I think yeah. it looked good on her, but I think that's one of... That's the type of a dress that would look bad on a lot of people. But that's also a dress that needs a little bit of curves. Like she has boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a little curvy in a, in a good way, right? Yeah. So it just looked great on her. If I put it on again, I would have no boobs. Yeah. And I would just look like a big ass marshmallow. I liked her flowers. Oh like, my like gosh. The bird feathers or whatever yes. she was holding. It was all desserty. Yeah. Yeah. Deserty is deserty. the way. Deserty. deserty. Yeah. And deserty. Mm, well, that would be the <laughs> wedding cake, but it was deserty. Um, and here's here's kind of the proof that it was for the gram. It was all about the show. Jabri didn't have his vows written. It's, what, an hour until go time. And he's sitting there going like, all right, uh, he's he's approaching it like he's in the studio. And uh-huh. he, he's got a beat running through his head and he's trying to write lyrics. Damn, damn Miona, you're always first class. It's... That's why I'm marrying your ass. No, no, that's not it. Uh, it's like he, he hadn't given it any thought because all he had been thinking about is the arch and the angles of the arch and the sunset and the lighting. So now he's like, well, shit, I got to write something. Mm. And, and Miona was getting emotional. Like she loved it. Oh, well, those weren't his final vows. Oh. Those, those, <laughs> should, we, should we get to those? Well, let's do it. First, before we move over there, before we move to the wedding, mm-hmm. What did you think about Grandma's outfit? I think she just was a vibe. Oh, I think I it of, went great with the dessert. Dessert. Desert. Desert. I looked past it, so you'll have to remind me of what it, it was. It was like this um, dark blue kind of a loose shirt. Oh, yeah. A couple of buttons. Very like the natural kind of vibe. Yeah. Very like de- deserty. I'm sure. I'm sure Jabri and Wardrobe went through it and picked it out because oh, yeah. of the music video. There's a oh, yeah. there's a vibe and he needs this was the first bolo tie optional wedding that I've ever seen. I've seen black tie optional, I've seen formal but bolo tie optional, this is the first wedding. They looked great. I liked Jibri's outfit actually. I mean I'm a sucker for turtlenecks. He was toned down for as eccentric oh, as he you're right. as he is day to day. He was more subtle. Yeah. But that was the aesthetic of the music video. You'll see, it the, was. You'll see the music video is more mean, subtle. They looked great. Let's just all yeah. be honest. Oh, look, they, you even, can't say. Even the haters. You can't say a bad thing. They looked like they were torn out of a magazine. Oh, that's, absolutely. That's what they were going for. Let's get to the ceremony. Jabri sages the ceremony as he's been known to do. Okay, okay. Was he saging the ceremony? Was he saging him and Miona? I think it all. I think everything. Okay. Okay. Igor presses play on that country song, A Thousand Miles. I prefer the Vanessa Carlton version of A Thousand Miles, but this is Jabri's wedding, not mine. He can play his song. I kind of like this song. You kind of like it? I mean, whatever it was playing was pretty good. Okay. No? But <laughs> I wish... I he, mean, you're the musician in the family. You, did you hear the lyrics? Of, he's like... Talking about his truck and his pickup truck. He's like, didn't mention it was his dad's pickup truck. He's like driving <laughs> down in my pickup. He's like, yeah, it was your dad. We all know it was Brian's pickup. We saw the, we saw the season. Maybe we it's know, the wedding gift. We know it was your dad. From dad's. Brian. And so Shane starts the ceremony. Igor is loving it. 
And let's read a little bit of their vows here. Miona says, Dear Jabri, I love you because the entire universe conspired to help me find you. I was always seeing you from time to time until three years ago. We finally connected. It was meant to be. Wherever life takes us, I'll do my best to make that place feel like home. I'm proud to call you my husband. That was sweet. Sweet. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. Then Jabri launches <laughs> into what I can only define as slam poetry. I don't think these were vows. This was slam poetry. Very and theatrical. The way he do, he's like, you are so much more than meets the eye. That's why I travel every continent just to hug you. And I would learn every language just to say, I love you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, All right. guys, we were sitting at the restaurant, at an airport restaurant. And I was like laughing so hard. <laughs> we ran we it like three times just because it was so good. Uh, he's a performer. You can't he say is. he's not a performer. It was, and that's what I wrote down. It was a performance. For a music video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they exchange rings. They say... I do seal it with a picture perfect kiss made for Instagram. Yeah. And they hop in this vintage truck for another photo op. Did you see that Miona was wearing cowboy boots? Oh. Like white ones. Okay. Because one he kind of like bent her over and ah. gave, gave her a duke. Oh, no, no, no. Once he like picked her up and they were walking towards the truck. I'm like, oh, look at the you. Like vibe because he was a wearing little, a cowboy hat. Well, it was a little full circle moment then because remember when he picked her up at the oh, airport, he gave her those cowboy right. boots. I don't know if it was those cowboy boots. No, no, no. Those were pink, no. I think. Yeah. But so yeah, look at look at that. They hopped in the truck, drove off into the non-existent sunset. Mm-hmm. And that was a wrap. And yeah, the parents didn't come. And I'm like, what? They did not. I did love the truck, though. Was truck yellow. was cool. Truck was is yellow. in the music video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He's like, oh, yeah. We met her neighbor. He promised his old truck. It's not here yet. Uh, so much stress. So much stress. And that's what I'm saying. Like, think about it. If there was no music video and you didn't care that much about Instagram photos, the things you are worrying about are so superficial. Mm-hmm. You're worrying about an arch. That no one will see because you only invited two people. Oh. You're worrying about a truck that no one will see because you only invited two people. True. But you're so worried about this the truck. Photos. You're sorry about this truck, the photos, the arch, that you didn't even write your vows. Although you, mm. I guess you are a pressure player because those <laughs> were fire, Jabri. Mm. But you pulled it out. And yeah, everyone go check out the music video if, you, if you're I'll, curious. I'll sure check it out. All right. That's Jabri and Miona. Shall we move on to Emily and Kobe? Let's do it. Again, a wedding day. This yes. is the wedding themed 90 day, by the way. Yes. <laughs> wedding day. It's the morning off. And Emily seems kind of lost. And she said like she kind of like, questions what happened the night before. If, if you guys remember the fight between yes. her and Kobe. Sitting outside. She, yeah, when she was questioning him and his intentions. And poor Kobe, he slept at a hotel. But what I liked about this is that she is not the best at communication and she is she has not the best judgment. We all saw Emily and mm-hmm. she is very bossy and she has a lot of issues but the fact that she called Kobe and she kind of apologized for that. She finally took some ownership. Yes, she finally took some ownership. And she's like, 
I want you to know I really do love you and I really do trust you. And I know you've sacrificed so much to be here with me and Coben and I can't wait to marry you. And Kobe was like, what took you so long? Yeah. And it was so perfect because it's so true. It's so true that she was just hang up on all these little things and fighting and arguments and, ah, you are looking at apartments in Ohio. Uh-huh. She, and, yeah. she literally waited to the last minute mm-hmm. to apologize, to take some ownership, to say I overreacted. And it makes me feel like this is going to be the relationship. She seems like the type of person who wants to cause conflict and then at the very last minute resolve it. Mm-hmm. And then cause conflict again and then things are on the outs and then resolve it. To me, th- that's her entertainment. Because she's causing conflict over things that there shouldn't be any conflict over. I don't think it's an entertainment, but it's the way she was raised. Basically, dad and mom never really told her not to do something. Mm -hmm. They do everything for her. And so she, I don't think she's ever really been told no. Or never really had to deal with someone with a different opinion. And so now there is Kobe who is trying his best, but he also loses his shit when she gets too crazy. Oh, he And then I you have the conflict. I wouldn't say he loses his shit. Oh, he, he did lose his shit. You once, remember all surrounded by the horses? Once. Mm. He lost it once. If you can point out that quickly the one time, well, then it's obviously not that many times that he's losing his shit because we keep pointing out this one time. It's like the Patrick and Thais thing. The only thing we can think of is that he threw his credit card. That True. means it doesn't happen often because that's the only thing we can think of. We just I mean, keep he had a little extra explosions here and there saying like, oh my gosh, like, fuck this. Or, oh, shut up, fuck. Like, you, but <laughs> just like, almost like you're frustrated and you're venting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, okay, they were able to reconcile at the last moment. <laughs> and now we have three hours till the wedding. Emily is with her friends and family getting her hair and makeup done. And... She has this moment with her mom, with Mother Lisa, mm-hmm. where mom's just trying to talk to her and be like, all right, just remember when you're married, you need a compromise. You can't win every fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, this is the pep talk. This is the conversation three hours before the wedding. Not, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I couldn't have imagined a better man for you. It's just like, remember, you can't win every fight, Emily. It's because she knows Emily and she knows if she's going to keep going like she's going, Kobe's going to pack his stuff and leave. Fine. He can only take so much. I just think time and a place. Like, this is not the pep talk you give three hours before a wedding. Maybe if you want to give it after they're married and be like, here's my advice for your happy, successful, right? Like, when I talked to my mom, or it was really during our first dance, not our first dance, my mom and my first dance. Oh, okay. We did the, you don't call it a first dance. You call it a mother-son mother son dance. dance. She was just like, oh, I'm so happy for you. I love Teresa so much. I can't imagine a better woman. Like, I'm so happy she's part of the family. That's what I'd want to hear. If she was like, now, Jonathan, remember, stay calm. You're not going to remember. I'd be like, okay, like. This is not what I, I want to I hear. I see you. I can see your point. And to me, it just spoke volumes of the type of person Emily is. That this yes. is this is what she needs to hear. This is what mom feels the need to put in her ear before walking down the aisle. It's not romantic. No. It's not, right? But they're it's crying. They both are crying. So you see some emotions. You want to talk crying. Let's talk about Kobe and his latest underwear modeling gig. We see a little bit of 
Oh, well, I'm yeah. trying to drum up some business now that he's going to be a father of two. He's like, let me get in these undies and show, <laughs> show people what the I dead got. Bot. Yeah. Showing off the dead bot. Yeah. Well, Kobe's getting graded with Echu yes. and temperature. Yeah. Echu seems like a nice dude. I have a lot of problems with temperature because he needs a temperature <sighs> check. All right. Well, we know the episode title. Oh, is that, is that the episode title? Like two episodes ago. I think it was temperature oh, check. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically I wrote down, he needs to shut up about this. In Africa, the men call the shot. So don't don't forget Again, about yeah. that. I'll give. Like, I'll you give, are not in Africa. I'll you, give. Well, forget where you are. Just like do what works for your relationship. Yes. If this but, is what would work for you, temperature, that's fine. But let Kobe figure out his own dynamic. True, but also, I hate this whole, like, masculine, like, ooh, the men call the shots. No, we live in the 21st century. I get it. If you, if that's in Africa, in the town you grew up in, and those are the traditions, and you guys live like that, and it's okay, yeah. I understand. But if you are in America, which is, America is literally the melting pot of all cultures sure. and all that, don't tell him what to do because it's your culture. They should figure it out. Like if Emily is okay with him being the lead, yeah. sure. But you cannot just be like, don't forget about that because in Africa. It's like, you're not in Africa. Yeah, I, would I have always, to... I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, but I was interrupting you. but I always give this example to a lot of, lot of Czech women in America are so unhappy. And they're always like, oh, in Czech, the food tastes better. Oh, in Czech, when I bake bread, oh, it's so much different. Oh, in Czech. And I'm like, all right, you have all these problems. Why are you, aren't you in Czech? Yeah. In Czech, the school system's better. In Czech, it's like, okay, sure, you can make a point. But if you keep complaining, just don't be in the U.S., right? And it's the same with temperatures. Like, in Africa, and in Africa, and I, okay, I get it. But it seems like it really bothers you the way things are here and you really value the way things are back home. Why don't you go back home? Seriously. Well, again, I don't think it's just Africa. I don't think it's... But that's what he's saying. Yeah, but, but it, that was Amer- it was America in the 50s too. So I don't... The what do you mean? The man was the head of the household. The woman yeah, stays home. in the home. 50s. I'm just saying it's not just Africa. It is... My point is... Find what works for your relationship. So temperature could have that here in America. He could call the shots. He doesn't have to go anywhere. Kobe may or may not want that. They need to figure out no matter where they're living, what continent, what country, what city, what works for them. Oh, 100%. I don't think it's location-based. It's relationship-based. And temperature just has no place to be giving advice. I would have the same conversation with temperature that I would with Mother Lisa. I would just like... Not the time to be giving this pep talk. Well, that's kind tell, of what I was trying to say. Tell Kobe, congrats, man. I'm really happy you found someone that you love, the mother of your child. Like That's what we could be talking about. Otherwise, bite your tongue because yeah. the man's going to walk down the aisle in a couple hours. No, absolutely. Let's, let's support him. Absolutely. And this was the point I was trying to make that he has no say in this relationship, oh, this is not seeking sister wife. <laughs> this is 90 day. Okay. Two people. Go to Patreon if you want to hear us talk about that. That was a nice one. Thank you. Two people in this relationship, right? So temperature, please cool off, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have that written down? No. I'm so, I'm so witty on the spot. Yeah. But he kind of cools off and Father David comes in and this was just beautiful, right? Yeah. They have this one-on-one time. 
and we learn. And I need to know more. And I read a tweet from 90 Day Fiance saying, neither Kobe nor David nor Emily will ever divulge what was in this handoff, what was in this letter. But we learn Kobe sent David a letter mm-hmm. asking for permission to marry Emily. I love it. I think it's amazing. That's That speaks volumes about the man who Kobe is. Temperature would never do that. No. Okay? Temperature would never do that. Apparently then David wrote a letter back. And so David and Kobe are together. David starts to cry and goes, remember that first letter that you wrote me? I'm going to give you this. And he puts something in Kobe's hands. And David says, that's for you, Emily and Kobe. You're in charge now. My only guess, it was his credit card. It had to have been his credit card. That's what I wrote down. Because it's basically, (laughs) Emily's going to be making you pay now. You're going to need this. You're the man of the house now. I'm no longer involved. So here, take my credit card. Good luck. Well, it was something something that had something to do with the letter that David brought to Kobe. Because he said it. Yeah. So... Yes, as funny as it sounds that it was most likely money, I think it was something else. I know, I don't think... Okay, okay, here is my my thought. You ready? Yeah. He gave him a key to Mm. a house he bought for them. Oh, Teresa. Because he wants them to get a fuck out. Oh, Teresa. He wants them to get a fuck out and start their own life. And I think... Because that was small. It wasn't a credit card. It wasn't a credit card. You would see... Nah, nah, I love nah. yours. You wow. know why? Because I'm wow. going to show you something. I'm, I wish you guys could see, but John can describe. This is how he handed it over, and this is how Kobe was holding it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like a little pouch. Like a bowl. Like a ball. Way. Right, right. Well, that's so how you have to. Because he was clasping it. You have to think he's holding it like this. You ever do a magic trick when you hold the card in your hand? You got to kind of cup your hand a little bit. I like your rendition better. Hmm. It makes sense. David's an architect. He could have built them a house. Mm-hmm. He could have, yeah, or just or an apartment or something. Like I love that. A key to I'm their home. Teresa, I'm gonna cry. Right? Oh, don't that's, cry. That's don't beautiful. cry. We still have a a long way to go through this but, episode. Yeah, Kobe's crying. David's crying. It's and, beautiful. And now Kobe's like, well, I really feel like I need to spill the beans, tell the truth about this second pregnancy because I have this bond with David now. I don't want, I don't want to lose his trust. Especially after David says, I love you like a son. Yeah. It's just beautiful. But yeah, like we see this moment when it seems like Kobe's just going to spill the beans, right? He goes, there is something I wanted to tell you. It's heavy, but I have to tell you this. And then it goes to commercial. <laughs> and then after, it just cracked me up because he's like, I appreciate all you've done. I knocked off your daughter back in China. I knocked her off. <laughs> <laughs> but he decided, and I appreciated this from Go because he's like, I decided not to tell David because that's womp what womp. Emily wanted I know. me to do. And I didn't want to break her trust. You and have I to agree. be, that's the more important bond yes. between husband and wife, mother and father than son and father-in-law. So yes, as much as we wanted the drama and we wanted Kobe oh, yeah. to come clean, his alliance is to, is to Emily. And so he did the right thing. Yes. And again, it made it seem more real. Didn't, didn't you think? In fact, if he like oh, spilled yeah. the beans, I would be like, oh my gosh, like there is no way he would just tell that without Emily knowing, right? Like she would, she would have killed him. Yeah. 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 No, a hundred percent. So then we cut to the venue 
And I don't know if you saw this earlier in the episode, but they showed a theater and it said, congrats, Emily and Kobe on the marquee of the theater. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Are they getting married there? I don't think this was the the venue. I don't think this was the theater. So they just put up congrats, Emily and Kobe on a marquee, an awesome marquee. Maybe it was. I don't know, but it looked cool. It looked cool. The only thing that's no the, the, the theater, not this uh, venue. This venue looked. I don't know. Well, I didn't know what it was. Well, I didn't know what it was. A lot of white concrete. It wasn't blocks. the worst, but yeah, what sucked and it's like I get it. I'm all, I all pro. Be healthy, be safe, right? Yeah. Wear the mask. Yeah. Especially during the heavy COVID that was this time, right? Yeah. But. Everyone's wearing these masks at the wedding and all the photos yeah, going to so have here's the masks. Conspira- so here's my conspiracy, which I told you last week. Everyone knows Emily's pregnant and they're trying to protect a pregnant mother because you can go, oh, it's production. They want to keep everyone. No, no other wedding, no other reception this episode. No one was wearing masks. Patrick and Thais had a bunch of people. No one was wearing masks. Well, they were in Florida. Mm, true. Shout out to Florida. Um, but <laughs> and no one, outside. But no one else was wearing masks. Karen Guillermo. No one wore masks. Well, maybe people are concerned. Like in Salina, Kansas. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, guys. Maybe you guys are. Maybe you guys flattened the curve in April. I don't know what you guys did, but well, here is my theory, right? Maybe someone did test positive. Now maybe someone uh, was maybe one of his groomsmen or someone tested positive and they just wanted to make sure. I think I think they knew. But this is my thing. Why didn't you test everyone and they just have because it wasn't a huge wedding that you would, you know, waste five hundred tests. I think they knew. And I can tell you why I think they knew in a second. The only other thing I wanted to comment on was Emily's wardrobe and hair and makeup. All looked good. Hair looked like a nest. Her hair needed a little fixing. I was just going to say, I think we see very often that people don't pick the best dress for their body type, right? Mm. If you have huge boobs, you should really get a dress that still looks nice and classy, right? Not like okay. Nicole's boobs are basically falling out of the dress. Well, you and I uh, like different <laughs> things, but okay. <laughs> To each their own. No, but I thought the dress she picked looked great on her. I thought her dress looked good. I thought it was good. really, really fit her very well. Her hair was a nest. That's all I'm going to say. Well, what bothered me about her hair is that, what do you call the hair split? Um, part. The part was like above her ear. That was a mess. Why so low? I don't know. If I did that, I would have like no hair on one side and some hair on the other. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't get that. Mm. Anyways, so... The wedding's fine. The reception's fine. We cut to five days after the wedding when Emily and Kobe are at home. And this is going to be the time they break the news about having a second child on the way. And they flash back to Father David in like the first episode saying, I'm supporting you guys for six months. So one thing, no more kids. And that's when I realized watching this flashback. Oh, yeah, they're all in on this. They all they all knew Emily's been pregnant since they filmed that scene. They just used it to create drama because what a random demand to come up with if you really think about it. If you're Is it? to just sit there at dinner and go, I'm supporting you guys for six months. Uh, no more kids in these six months. Like who would think to say that unless you were setting up some drama? Or 
kids are very expensive and he's already paying for one kid, a grown up daughter and her husband. But in six does months, he, you, you can't have a kid. Hmm? I'm not a doctor, but you can't have a kid in no, six months. No, but he knew that he would be the one responsible. I think, and this is me playing the devil's advocate, right? I think he knew about the visa and how it works. And he knew that Kobe won't be able to work for a while. So right now he has to feed the three of them and pay for everything. If on top of that, there is another kid, they will never move out. Here's the they other. won't have the money to Here's move Here's the other out. thing that makes me believe they were all in on it. When Kobe goes, so there's something I want to tell you guys. I want to tell you Emily's pregnant. Mother Lisa's like, no. And then basically everyone starts laughing. They couldn't even keep it together. They're smiling. They're laughing. Kobe, Lisa, Sister Madeline, they're all like giggling while trying to get through this scene. And I go, you guys aren't good actors. You knew she was pregnant. Mm, interesting. I think, I think it was. I mean, you have, a, you have a decent theory. I was just trying to play. You got to play the devil's advocate. I'm playing angel's advocate over here. I think uh, they all knew. Also, she said she is 10 weeks pregnant. They got married two and a half months into the 90 days. That's 10 weeks. Don't make me do math. Don't make, explain it to me. So she basically seems like she got pregnant the second he landed. Mm. Because 10 weeks is two and a half months. Interesting. So maybe when David made that comment, maybe that's exactly when he found out. That's what I'm saying. Like exactly when he found out. They told him, he's like, okay, let's make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, the only other note I had is when they spill the beans, pregnant again, David goes, well, now I can't retire. Kobe, you can't work. Emily, you can't work. Why? They can both work. In fact, David, you should retire. Retire and babysit. And Emily can go work. And Kobe can work in a few Not short yet. months. Yes. like, And plus, he's well helping on the farm now, so he's doing something, right? Kobe? Yes. They, they could, David, retire. And but be David a, wants to travel, not to babysit. Yeah, retire. So he'd rather work. His two options are, I'm giving him two options. You can keep working and supporting your daughter and son-in-law, or you can retire, hang out at home, and watch the baby sometimes. Hmm. I guess. So it, it didn't I, make would, any, I would hang with a baby. I like David. It didn't make any sense to me. He's like, well, no, I can't retire. No, you have to force them to go do something. You're coddling them. You're making it too easy for them to sit at home and do nothing. Stop and let them figure it out. Yeah, I think it's just David stressing out because he knows Emily. And he's like, oh, I've created she needs, she needs to be thrown into the pool and she'll oh, figure absolutely. out how to swim. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, that's Emily and Kobe. Should we take a break? Yes. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will wrap this thing up. We will finish this finale. So much more to talk about. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. All right. We are back. And we're going to talk about Thais and Patrick. Okay. All right. Take it easy over there. (laughs) Yeah, we pick up where we left off. Basically, when Patrick and Thais were calling Dad. Father Carlos and finding out that he does not support this wedding. And his reasoning is a person from the U.S., you should find someone from your country. And my daughter, she should stay here in her country. She found you, and I don't comprehend how this happened. I disagree, clearly. Yeah, I mean, 
Patrick had a good response when he says love is complicated. Mm -hmm. Loved that when he said that love is complicated. I didn't imagine marrying a Brazilian woman before I met Thais. I was like, this is great. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what you need to be telling her father. Yep. And dad was like, well, I only saw them together like three or four times. That's uh, more than most he goes, people. He goes, I'm only, he goes, but you're so far away. And Thais had a good line too. And she said, there's no right place to find love. I think mm -hmm. that's great. She goes, and then Carlos goes, you're so far away. I don't know what will happen there. I've only seen you two, three, four times. Like That's a lot, Carlos. First Have of all, you watched the show you're on? First of all, it's it's a lot, yes, in context of the show. But it's it's a clear sign of control for him. Mm. Where even if he had seen them 20 times, that wouldn't have been good enough. Because he doesn't just say, oh, I've only seen you three times. It's like two or three or four. They could have seen each other 20 times. He still wouldn't have been okay with it. That's probably true. So Patrick goes, I'm always going to care for her. I want you to know that because I love her. And then he promises something we tell your parents and we stuck true to it until COVID. We'll be coming back at least once a we'll year. come back at least once a year. Famous last words. Well. 2020. Well, yes, I was just going to add it. But unfortunately, hopefully... Nothing else like this will happen again. Knock it. Knocked. Well, and that kind of gives them their blessing without giving their blessing. Oh, he didn't. I wouldn't go as far as giving him. No, it wasn't blessing. a blessing, but he said, all right, well, I mean, uh, prove me wrong. Yeah, it's your decision. I'm not happy with this, but prove me wrong. Which... For Patrick, that was a small victory. Oh, little victory. It was what he needed to hear. At the end, Carlos said, we'll talk more. Patrick said, we'll talk more. And Carlos said, yeah, we'll talk more man to man, eye to eye. And I kind of leaned in on that and said, I wonder if they had gone in person. If instead of Thais coming here, if Patrick went there and he sat down with Carlos man-to-man -man and had the conversation face-to-face -face if Carlos would have felt different for two reasons. One, it's a sign of respect. I'm here. I made this journey. I want to sit down and talk to you. But two, there is this automatic feeling of distance, which is Carlos's biggest fear of this distance, the separation between father and daughter. When you're on a Skype asking permission, you're going, this is why I don't want to say yes, because this is how our life is going to be. It's going to be through a computer screen. If you ask while you're sitting there, it's almost proof of this is what it's going to be like. I promise we're going to come back every year and we'll be just like this. Well, Saiz cannot travel during the 90 days. I wasn't saying that. I'm saying he should have just gone there. It should have been the other way. No, 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 no. He should have asked before he proposed. Yes. I think yes. asking... The a day or the day of the wedding is ridiculous, especially, I mean, I know that he didn't know how much the dad disliked him, right? Either but, way. But I I love that you asked my dad before you proposed. That's, that's the only that's, authentic, yeah. honest way to do it. Absolutely. Because you're asking for permission to basically propose, I think. Yeah. And so, yeah, you should do it before. It's good that he did it at all, but I just wonder, would it have gone a little bit further if he was there mm -hmm. in person to prove, not only do I take this seriously, but I'm proving that I'm going to, I'm going to be here in person with you. It's going to be just like this moving forward. And maybe Carlos would have been more open to it, but at the end of the day, he said, 
Prove me wrong. It's your decision, Thais. Yep. And he's going to join on Zoom later, so yeah. he probably doesn't hate it, hate it that much. No, I don't think so. Yeah, but then we see they are arriving through wedding venue and Thais loves it. Yeah, they had the same wedding sign as us. Uh-huh. Etsy. That's it, yeah. Did you notice he, he, not to make this about me, I go by John, mm-hmm. but our sign said Jonathan. Yeah. Right? Because I kept the class, mm-hmm. I kept the formal. The sign said Pat. Oh. Which I was like, you're going by Patrick on the show. True. Most people I hear are calling you Patrick, but you're putting Pat on the sign. I just stuck out to me as I interesting. I did not see that, but yeah, yeah that's interesting. But yeah, Thais loves the wet venue that she did not pick. Uh, that she didn't see mm-hmm. and meets a venue coordinator, a wedding planner that they had never met. Like to me, that is so contrary to who I think Thais is. She thinks, oh, Patrick's so controlling. I have no say in anything. Neither of them had any say in anything, basically. Well, I'm sure they talked to Monica on Zoom or something. I know, but you want to be hands-on. True. You want to see the venue with your own eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? That was not the case here. That would have been my argument against not getting married in Orlando. Mm. Like they showed up the day of the wedding. You couldn't have showed up a couple of days before. Skip they Miami. Miami. Skip on. Miami. Go to Orlando. <laughs> and look at See your venue and go, okay, this is where I want that. This is where I want that. This is where the DJ is going to be. No. But, yeah, they're they're loving it. I mean, regardless. until today, Thais didn't even know if she's going to marry Patrick. Okay. So I don't think okay. she really thought of it. But she's yeah. still going through all the other process of getting a dress. And True. So I think she knew in the back of her mind what she was going to say. Yeah, speaking of that, she's getting ready. Her friends are there, Kyla and Anada- Anadia. Yes. And the Brazilian one, which I think it's Kyla or Anadia. One of them. One of them. He's like, yeah, if my dad didn't agree, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go through with it. And Again, the American one was like, I would have. I'm going to have the same conversation that I've now had with Temperature and Mother Lisa. Things we don't say to people on their <laughs> wedding day is, yeah, I wouldn't be doing this. If I were you, I would not be going through with this. Those are things we don't say. We say, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. You look great. You look great. And that, and that's it. Yes. Then we see Patrick practicing his dance and John can't take it. John's th- like, what are, what are you doing? I thought he was trying to go viral on TikTok. I had no idea. Oh, my gosh. What, what the hell are you doing, bro? But apparently, did you hear him? He's like, size paid. I know. A Brazilian choreographer to create this dance for them. But Patrick is so controlling, right? Yes, but I think she probably paid with a credit card he threw at her. Exactly. So clearly, Thais had some say. And that goes back to the point of, oh, I didn't know I was going to get married until today. Yeah. But we were taking Brazilian dance classes mm-hmm. for how long? Uh, Wagner was also there. Wagner was there. And so Patrick <laughs> fills them all in on how he asked for Thais's dad's blessing didn't get it. And John's like, oh, Havada hates my brother. Havada <laughs> could not stand my brother. <laughs> but yeah, he, he got what he needed. He got the prove me wrong, which is all I needed. Yeah. John still has his doubts, but he's happy. Yeah, he's awesome. Man, he John. doesn't know he's about to become homeless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to do a little Alphys the segment on Thais's dress? I liked it. I liked it. Simple. Mm-hmm. Classic, fit her well. Did not like Patrick's white tie on a white shirt. 
Just said didn't even blue. see it. Liked his shoes. Like the like the sockless shoe look. Not a fan of a white tie and a white shirt. Yeah, it was probably blended need, in for I me. I need contrast. Yeah, blended in. That's the point. I needed I needed contrast. Okay, it's go time. And this is where I'm saying, is this uh, an open casting for Goodwill Hunting or <laughs> what's happening here? Well, the officiant is the friend who was on the yacht with them. Ah. He's the one who rented the yacht. That makes sense because they were all wearing. That's why he's officiating because I think that was his deal. It's like, I get you on the ah. yacht if I can officiate. Interesting. Wearing whatever I want. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They come down the aisle. Patrick says, I fell in love all over again, which was beautiful. Mm-hmm. They didn't have an arch. They didn't have a triangle. They had a hexagon. Yeah. I've seen those. Unique. Unique. Not really. I've seen those all over the place. I think the triangle was unique. I think the hexagon was unique. I think it's a, well, I guess that's an octagon. I was going to tell you like half of my Czech friends had a hexagon. Really? Wedding. Yes, it's very popular. What the heck? A hexagon or a circle, but the same style. Hmm. Very popular. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So they do their vows. They say, I do, seal it with a kiss. And now all that's left is to kick John out of the house. <laughs> goodbye, John. I thought you were going to say goodbye, my lover. And I was going <laughs> to say it's a different John. That you is are my lover. But your lover. then we see the reception. What did you think of the table setup? It was like this. It I was missed it. The E without the middle little. It was like this. Oh. So the dance floor was in the middle. It was like, like the. Like it a, was like the Last Supper, with the little side tables. It was really? like this. Boop boop boop. Really? Wait, yeah. They everyone sat at one, or the each table was that. Shape? No, everyone sat around the dance floor. Oh, that's nice. Then everyone's looking at each other. Yeah, but then how do you talk? You can only talk to the people next to you. Yeah, but you can only talk to the people next to you when you're no, at a six front, top. And across. But I'm saying when you're at a six top, you you can talk to five other people. You can probably talk to four other people when you're sitting in no, the line. No, it says whoever's next to you. You can lean over. Yeah, I hate who, people. Who is there that you'd even want to talk to? Wagner? What are you going to talk to Wagner about? <laughs> they probably sat people like that because they knew they didn't want to talk to anyone. Interesting. What are you looking at when the dance floor is empty, though? That's my that's my thing. Mm, each other from across the way. I guess. It's I mean, I, d- I didn't hate it. I just off. thought it was interesting. That's what happens when you don't go to your venue before your wedding. Probably, yeah. You end up sitting in a horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> but they perform the dance, right? John is getting emotional. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the highlight. John, getting, John was the highlight of the season. Oh, yeah. So he finished strong. I hope he made some money so he can move out. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. Yeah. Get him on the single life. Oh, I yep. would totally watch it. Get him on the single life. I would totally watch it. There should be a 90-day spinoff just for like ancillary characters. So not single life where it's the main, but get Brother John. Get um, uh, get, Bojangles. Get right. um Uncle Bo. Uncle get Bo. Get Bojangles on it, right? I think that's the show we deserve because those are sometimes the most interesting characters. Get Chuck. Yeah, Father Chuck. Yeah. You see what we're doing here? Yeah, I Creating like content. it. I like Creating this. All right. Shall we move on? 
Let's move on. Who's next? Oh. It is our last. The couple that I said, I was the one who said they will make it. She will marry him. And a lot of you guys were like, nah, she's going to go back to Trinidad. I'm like, nah, she's not. And I was right. Shida and Bilal. Yes. Wedding day, of course. And Shida is getting her makeup done while Bilal is doing his son's hair. And somehow when Bilal does his son's hair, it's just not as heartwarming as when Benny cuts hair. Yeah, because it's Bilal. Because it's Bilal and he ruins everything yeah. for everyone. But Chida looks beautiful. I love... Makeup was on point. I love the... I don't know what it's called and I... I'm sorry, guys, but the little hat. The, the wedding head hat. The head wrap. The head wrap, yes. Yeah. That looked great. She looked fantastic. The wedding gown looked beautiful. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we sister Nefertari... Is the one who prepped the wedding space with the leftover Christmas lights. <laughs> Did you see that? It was like blinking around the arch. Oh, no. You oh, know those, no. Chris, those blinking Christmas lights? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's tacky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe that was the prank. I don't know, because there's no pranks in this wedding, so maybe that was the... That's so true. I wish someone said no, and then was like, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, Bill, you know how... I thought there was going to be a prank at this one. Oh, wedding. my gosh. Like, I mean, on one at a time, because you have to ask three times. Yes, I was going to say, I was going to, maybe he was, would be like, the last one, he would be like, nah, 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 no. Just, Just kidding. kidding. Yes, yeah. but he didn't. No pranks. Yes. And then we see the sisters are with Shida getting ready. And it was interesting because they were wearing white. They looked very, they looked like they can yeah. also get married. Maybe that's the tradition. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. I saw, oh, that, that's interesting because they look very wedding ready. Mm. So we learned Bilal put changes into the prenup that Shida had asked for. And so they actually are both agreeing to it. They're both happy with it. And they signed it mm. ahead of the wedding. I kind of wish, I kind of wish Bilal's vows or just him reading the terms of the prenup. <laughs> I think that would have been a nice touch. But apparently they agreed to it ahead of time. They signed it. Yes. Oh, that, well. that would be great. But. Here's here's what I wanted to call out. Okay. Because you mentioned Shida's sisters. Mm-hmm. They're all getting ready together. Mm-hmm. Isn't it telling, Teresa? Bilal was getting ready alone. He has no friends. Family wasn't there. Do we ever see him hang out with even a friend the mm, entire season? He was alone by himself. Not even his son could stand to get ready with him. Just getting dressed by himself in his bedroom, sad and alone. Now what we saw, Muhammad made a friend this season. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thais made friends this season. Bilal, who's from the States, living in his hometown... Didn't have a friend there to straighten out his tie, tell him he looked good, smack him on the ass, and I mean, set him down the I aisle. I could not stand him, so. But isn't that telling? Shida had a room full of people helping her get ready. Bilal was by himself. Well, the son was there for a, l- a little bit. For a haircut, and then he left. And Nefertari was putting Christmas lights on the arch, so she could not be there. But he has no friends, is my point. Yeah, I mean, neither do we, so. Yeah, true. But we were cool. I had someone, I had one person with me. I did too. Okay, then. All right, we are cooler. We have friends. Not many, <laughs> but it's quality, not quantity over here. I agree. Okay. So it's go time. That was Bilal's daughter, Zaina, reciting the prayer, right? Yes. So she's Zaina's reciting a prayer. Shida walks down the aisle. They launch into the ceremony. And yes, we have to do this three times. We ask three times whether or not you take 
the other to be your I wonder your if it's a tradition or if just Bilal requested it because he wants to make sure. No, they said it's an Islamic <laughs> tradition. I like it. Although oh, I like it too. I, I think the officiant was having fun with it too. Because you don't want to just ask with the same intonation three times. Yeah. Like, do you take, do you take, so he was putting a little spin on it each time. I just wish they like walked in circles or did something else. No? No, we, every culture needs their own tradition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying to add something to it. Uh, no, no, spin, this no? is why you're not in charge. This is why you're not a wedding officiant. <laughs> Ari walked in seven circles. True. Uh, Bilal and Shida were asked three times. All right. And I, all right. I was like, I just like the house. Like, we heard it once and just could have been a mistake. We just want to make sure it was not a mistake. Yeah, I want to hear it again. It's like, I do. Did you see I do. that? I do. They said, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. But they did not kiss. And no. I think it's maybe they can, unless no. it wasn't on camera. Mm. But I feel like the kiss is always on camera. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't pay attention. I usually close my eyes at that point because it's a little cringy. Mm. Like during the maths when they're making out. Oh, yeah, well, that's yeah. just, that's just it's awful. a little cringe. But yeah, I don't think they kissed. Guys, call in if they did and I just missed it. Yeah. So they signed the marriage contract. That makes it official. Mm-hmm. And Bilal says he has a gift for Shida. A bracelet. And it actually has more sentimental value. It's something my father gave my mother. He says, it says, I will never give up on you. And on the back, it says, you will never give up on me. Sweet. I guess. Okay. I don't like the inside. Like, you will never give up on me. Yeah. Put it on should- a t-shirt, Bilal. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I should have been like, I, and I hope you will never give right. up on me. Fingers like, crossed. Yeah. I put it in the prenup. You'll actually never <laughs> give up on me. You signed, sealed, and delivered as contractual. But this is it for the season. I wish they drove off in that white creeper van with what? with cans. You know, like when you get married, you drive off with like cans, drag cans. Oh, cans. They should have driven off with in the white van that Bilal picked her up in. Oh. Drive <laughs> drive off into the sunset. You know, Jabri and Miona had the pickup truck. Yeah. And, uh, and they went full circle on the cowboy boots. They should have driven off in the white creeper van, dragging some empties behind. And we would have gone full circle this season. That's so true. But we don't produce the show. so We do not, but that would have been stuck, a nice touch. We are stuck with this. Yeah. Um, this is it. Well, don't skip over the one part that Bilal was clearly an asshole on his wedding day. Because he never misses an opportunity to be an ass. He tells he tells Shida, I'm not a quitter. If this didn't work out, it would have it would have been her giving up. Ah I Remember? missed this. Yeah. I missed this. I was oh. focusing on you saying falling asleep during the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing, you, you said we didn't see him kiss. We did see them go straight to the bedroom after oh, this. Oh yeah. Right, isn't that interesting? You have a house full of people. And you're just like, turn up the music. Turn up Stevie Wonder. Because you're supposed to bang for the first time. Yeah. Well, with a house full of people? I don't know. A little personal. Well, maybe they're just going to kiss in private. Ah. Ah. Boop. Ah. Boop. Yeah. And that is it. That is the episode. Okay. So we watched it on Discovery Plus Classic and they don't show previews, which I kind of want to go back and look at previews oh, for dis- the tell Oh, no, Discovery Plus usually shows previews, no, I thought. No, they never. Oh, really? No, TLC mm. does. Well, we got to go back Discovery and Discovery Plus are 
bunch of sluts. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want to see the previews for the Tello because I want to kind of vibe the amount of juice that's going to be juiced. Okay. See if the juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah. I think it will be. I hope it will be. It depends on what character I mean, no one get. can no one can dope Angela showing her boobs. Oh, well, we'll have to wait till next season to get that. Oh, yeah. And that's coming. That's coming up. If but, you guys didn't hear, happily ever after. Oh, yeah. Up next. She's back. But, but yeah, like, I don't think anyone can top that drama. Yeah. But I love dramatic tell-alls. Speaking of Angela, speaking of happily ever after, let's, let's share, because I think we've made our decision on Big Edward. <laughs> big perf yeah well yeah so we did a lot of you guys messaged us a lot of you guys kept asking whether we were gonna cover him or not some of you were saying oh please cover him some of you are saying yeah please don't listen we know what he's done we know that a lot of the things were not kosher right mm. but don't involve my people in this <laughs> that that's what we say in America. I huh? know, I'm joking with you. But yes, he did some things, but we don't not we don't cancel just to cancel. But the reason why we are most likely not going to cover him is because he's not in an international relationship. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, this, this is this American. Is, this is 90 Day Fiance. It doesn't have to be comedy, but it's got to be international. Yeah, and so we kind of talked about it. If he does something that's worth to mention. Yeah. We will mention it, but I don't want to talk about a 90-day fiancé and focus on Big Ed and his American fiancé. Yeah. What is this? Like, American uh, fiancé? What is this? A normal marriage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we kind of were debating it when we were on vacation last week, and we were like, well, let's think about him on The Single Life, and was that entertaining? And we realized, no. There was one moment that was sort of interesting when there was like the shooting at the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, so with Coyote. With Coyote. And so uh, in reference to that, if we were covering him on that season, we would have talked about the shooting at the restaurant because yeah. that's interesting. Otherwise, nah, it's a, it's a nothing burger. Yeah, and, and so, it's like I'm bothered by the fact that he still wants to be on the show while it's not an international relationship, and plus he's a perv, but why are you trying to be on this show? Like, seriously. Yeah. It's a 90-day fiancé. Yeah. It's a spin-off well, of Happily I'm Ever sure After, but... getting paid big bucks. Well, yes, but go back on the single life. Go back on the diaries. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But why are you on the foreigner version of yeah. this, right? Yeah. So like, so eloquently said, Teresa. Like, if we don't need to put subtitles on, we don't want to cover them. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I draw the line. All right. So that is it. That is our decision. We still want to hear from you guys, though. What do you think? Should we just not cover them at all? Who knows? We'll see. We'll have to... We'll, we'll vibe it we'll out, take honestly. A week, we'll take a week by we'll week. We'll vibe it out. We'll take a um, week by week. But we want to have fun with it. So yeah. I feel like if it's something worth to mention and... There is a possibility of having fun with it. Yeah. I'll, I I say let's go for Again, it. Again, this is a documentary. We are here to document. So we'll see if there's something to document. I love that you keep calling it a documentary. It is. Don't rant on my parade. It's, it's an a absolute, wild. It's, it's a, a wild. docu-series. It's wild. It's a docu-series. It's wild. Okay. All right. But it is a wild docu-series. All right. <laughs> that is the season. We will cover the tell-alls. Coming up next. In the meantime, make sure you are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Hot memes. Hot meme alert. John Mess- is very proud. That's nah, okay. It's 
a lukewarm meme. You can see it for yourself. You can like it. I would appreciate that. Make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening. It is so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as hopefully the upcoming tellers. I think it's going to be hot. I hope so. Also, check out that Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality for the Seeking Sister Wife. We covered some 90 Day UK. We got another bonus app dropping in the coming days for our family affair friends. So check it out, married, no, patreon.com slash married to reality. I know the address. <laughs> um, and yeah, thank you again for the reviews. For all of you who have left the reviews, we appreciate that. And especially you, Rizzy. Thank yes, you. thank you so thank much. You it was a words. beautiful review. Yes, we love that. All right. I have said it all. Have you said it all? Oh, my gosh. More than enough. More than enough for the last episode of the season, minus yes. the tell-alls. Yes. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. Think of me as your friend and fellow busybody as I talk about everything under the pop culture sun from how to detect when maybe Chloe and Tristan are back together based on the types of IG stories she posts to recapping your favorite reality shows from Sister Wives to Vanderpump Rules, the Housewives Cinematic Universe, and the upcoming TLC show Seeking Brother Husband. So check me out. Everyone's Business with Mine airs three times a week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.